Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Come to the Altar. You may buy a suit or a dress that need alterations, maybe too big or maybe too small. You don't need another outfit. You just need some alterations. This podcast will help alter the way you think. This podcast will deal with marriages, finance, family, men and their relationship with God, and much, much more. We will have guests that will give their perspective pertaining to the various topics on this podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marquise McGraw. I will see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast, Come to the Altar. We hope all is well with you today. We will be talking about the mind in this episode. So the first thing I have to ask is a question. Do you know how many thoughts your mind thinks in each day of an hour? Experts estimates that the mind thinks between 60,000 and 80,000 thoughts a day. That's an average of 2,500 to 3,300 thoughts per hour. That's incredible. Other experts estimate a smaller number, which is 50,000 per thoughts per day, which means about 2,100 thoughts per hour. This, too, is a great number of thoughts. If you were able to sell each thought, you would be rich in no time. Do you notice what kind of thoughts do you think? If you pay attention to these thoughts, you would be amazed to discover that most of them are useless, unimportant. Thoughts that pass through the mind with a huge speed. These words you repeat in your mind, comments that you make, repeating what you heard, said, questions, answers, and lots and lots and lots more. You might not even believe that you think these huge quantities of thoughts. But if you experience with meditation, you would have proof of the great number of thoughts passing through your mind. It's just like being a very busy train station or an airport terminal where a great number of people come and go. You also get proof of the endless stream of thoughts when you try to study, solve a problem, or even make a plan. Suddenly you become aware of the many irrelevant thoughts claiming for your attention. In normal daily life, you might not always be aware of these endless thinking. Most of this thinking is an automatic process, a mental habit. It is only when you need to focus on something that you become aware of the many thoughts that keep distracting your focus and attracting your attention. This stream of thoughts goes on when you dress up, when you eat, when you drink, when you talk, take a shower, have a bath. It goes on when you are alone and when you are in company. It goes on until you fall asleep. It's like a constant mental noise that goes on and on. Sometimes this endless, endless flow of thoughts is tiring, exhausting, especially when you are anxious or worried. Sometimes to draw attention away from the thoughts, people drink, they take drugs, or engage themselves in hobbies or in various activities. But this isn't the right solution. Just think. How much energy and time you could save if you could reduce the number of thoughts? Just think how much better focus you could be. Just think how much inner peace, calmness, and happiness you would have enjoyed if there was a way to stop all these thoughts 
which are adding nothing to your life. When this stream slows down, your mind becomes calm and peaceful. And this happens not only during the meditation, but also other times of the day. When the stream of thought slows down, you will be able to focus your mind on what you are doing without being distracted. And your mind can work better at studying, solving problems and making plans, doing work and etc. The mind becomes a much more efficient and useful tool. You also begin to enjoy the sweet taste of inner peace, which is very important. Now, why is that important? Let's look at this carefully. One of Satan's powers is the power of suggestion. What does this word suggestion mean? It means an idea or plan put forward for consideration. The Bible says this in John 1430 NIV. I will not say much more to you for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me. Jesus is talking here referring to the devil. The reason why Christ chose to use the circumlocution rather than to say Satan or the devil cometh is partly to point out what a powerful adversary he had and was about to engage with and partly to observe to his disciples what they must expect from the world, even hatred and persecution since Satan was a prince of it and had such powerful influence over the minds of the men. Satan was influencing the mind to control those who are weak or separated from God, which means the prince of this world is constantly giving us suggestions daily. Proverbs 23 and 7 NIV says, for he is the kind of person who is always thinking about the cost. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. So that's why it's important to guard your mind, because where your mind goes, your body will follow by your actions suggested to you through your thinking. Look at how hard it is sometimes for us to just get over us our thinking. Why? So much influence. Look at this at our way of thinking it right now in the world. So much going on, so much adversity. Quite naturally, your mind and your thoughts is going to be all over the place. Now, let's get back to the Bible. There's always a solution to every problem. And we'll talk about that after we pay some bills. Today's sponsor is Seminary of the Open Bible. If you're looking for spiritual training or to receive your bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degree in theology, contact seminaryofthehomebible.com I went to the school and I was able to receive my degree from here great training guys and it was also affordable which is more important really important if you're interested in this open enrollment starts March 15th at 6.30pm to 7pm Eastern Standard Time you can also look on their website seminaryofthehomebible.com or call 203-407-0444 Don't forget to mention you heard this on the podcast. Come to the altar. God bless. Psalms 23 verse 5 says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. The funny thing about that scripture is, sometimes we try to pray away our enemies. So we're trying to pray with the very thing that God is trying to use to bless us. 
Isn't that funny? As a Christian, you're not supposed to be liked. When you're a true follower of God, you're supposed to have haters. You're supposed to have enemies. What we're supposed to do is pray for our enemies. So I encourage you. I challenge you. If you see one of your enemies today, tell them you love them and tell them thank you. Because of them, you are truly blessed. Welcome back. We're going to continue on about the mind. We're going to continue on in the Bible in Romans 12 and 2 NIV. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Then you will know and learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind, which regards not the first work of conversion and renovation. For this sense, these persons were transformed, changed, renewed already. But after the progress and carry on the work of renovation, the renewal of them by day and the spirit of their minds. It says in Ephesians 4, 22 to 24, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. In various parts of the Pauline epistle, we can gather very clearly the state of the mind. When held by the enemy as a stronghold, it is described in some cases as a reprobate mind, a blinded mind, a darkened mind caused men to walk in the vanity of their minds, intruding into things which the mind cannot fathom, mainly puffed up by a fleshly mind. In Romans 8 and 7, apostles, the carnal mind enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. This is conformed in Colossians 1 and 21, where those who are undegenerated, as described as enemies in the mind, and therefore alienated from God. We therefore clearly see how in the natural man, the mind is darkened, puffed up by the flesh, empty and vain in thoughts, carnal because governed by the flesh. And in all its activities, whether apparently good or visibly bad, at enmity with God. Okay, we're going to wrap it up right here today. I want you to stay tuned for the next episode about the mind. Coming up next week on Come to the Altar. The liberation of the mind must be worked out. And for this, the Spirit of God needs our active cooperation. Thank you for listening to this podcast, Come to the Altar. We hope you were inspired and your thinking was altered in a more positive way. Without God, nothing is possible. But with God, all things are possible to those that believe. Remember, if you can change your mind, you can change your future for the better. This is Dr. Marquise McGraw. Later. Later.